Magandang umaga po sa ating lahat. These are times that I wish there are 14 days in a week and not just seven. But God is good. He's all good anyway. Maraming salamat po sa pagsama sa atin ngayong second service for our Sunday Grace celebration. Ah, uh, You know, time is very important. And honestly, tayong lahat, we don't like waiting. Right? Kapag tayo ay nag-order sa restaurant, if tayo po ay may isip natin say na 30 minutes na yung lumipas tapos hindi pa dumadating yung order mo, you become impatient. Tama? When you go to a restaurant, sometimes pag sobrang dami ng tao, you will be asking yung mga waiters doon na if how long will be the serving time. That's usually the case when we talk about that. You know, time is very important, especially halimbawa may meeting tayo. We don't want to be late in a meeting because when we are late, we are wasting other people's time. Pangalawa, we are disrespecting people's time. Right? So yun yung isang bagay na dapat naiintindihan natin palagi. That's the reason why the adage, time is gold, is very important. That's one thing that I was very much surprised and shocked when I first came to Korea back in 2008. If you are a K-popper, siguro alam nyo yung kanilang kultura ng pali-pali. I would like to translate it with hurry, hurry. Na lahat ng mga tao nagmamadali. Alam nyo po, I remember... One of my friends in the church asked me to have an early dinner, okay, uh, with him and some of our church friends. And it's like five in the afternoon. Pagkatapos, kasi sa ating mga Pilipino, di ba, kapag ikaw niyaya ng five o'clock for dinner, dire-direction na yon, Okay? Matatapos kayo mga nine or ten or eleven na. Twelve daw, sabi ni Kuya Salvin. <laughs> Alas dose. <laughs> Okay, doon yung tapos doon mga ganong oras. But that's one of my surprises when I was there because I was invited for early dinner at around 5. And then by 7 o'clock nung tapos na kami, ang sabi sa akin, let's go home because we have more things to do pa. Hindi naman kasama yung pa doon. Translation ko na lang yun. But I was surprised because it's very different from the culture of the Filipinos. One time po, and I think I've shared this before to some young people and young professionals here, um, I was getting off the subway in Seoul. And mind you, that was not even a rush hour. I think that was around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Paglabas ko ng subway, I, I came from out of, outside of Seoul. And I had to use the subway. I, I get off at the Yang Jedong station in Seoul. And 2 o'clock in the afternoon, nagtatakbuhan yung mga tao papasok po sa loob ng subway. Kung alam nyo po yung train to Busan, uh, parang ganun yung eksena, alas dos ng hapon sa subway station sa may Seoul. Kaya lang po, hindi ako natuwa kasi may nakabangga sa akin. Masakit. Diba? Pa, palabas ka, tapos yung iba papasok, hindi masaya. Nabangga ako, I took a, a look at the guy, an old man. Masama yung tingin ko, nasaktan ako eh. Pero, hindi nag-sorry yung mama. For us Filipinos, kapag uh, yung, yung ating distance, yung, we, we are very much 
careful na mabangga yung mga tao sa paligid natin. But to them, it was not like that. So in one of my classes, nakwento ko po yun sa mga kaklasiko, and I have this one Korean classmate, sabi niya, you know, Erland, you don't have to get offended because that's part of our culture. Everybody's in a hurry. Lahat po ay nagmamadali. Bahagi na ng kanilang kultura yun. Sabi ko, okay, ganun ba? Ganun pala. Ako, gaganti ako. Pagbaba ako ng sabi, tabi kayo dyan. Hindi <laughs> naman. Hindi naman nangyari yung part na yun. But that's one thing na sobrang nashock ako when I was there. And I lived in Korea for four years. So when I got back here 2012, para kung na-reverse culture shock. That's one of the concepts in sociology. Alam yung konsepto ng culture shock, right? Lalo na sa mga ng ibang bansa dito, right? At mga tumira sa ibang bansa. Yung hindi mo naiintindihan kung ano ang nagaganap sa kanilang mundo, right? But when I got home, I had this reverse culture shock. Yun naman yung tawag doon. Pag bumalik ka sa kultura mo at hindi ka nasanay sa kultura na ganoon. So that's what you call reverse culture shock. Kasi when I was doing government transactions, kasi kailangan ko ng mga IDs, sobrang bagal. Sabi ko, bakit ganito dito? Parang hindi ako sanay ng mabagal ang transactions. Because I remember back in 2019, bumalik po ako sa Korea and I visited my, my school. Alam niyo po doon, I asked for 10 transcripts of record of mine for my master's. And I got it only for five minutes. Limang minuto lang po. Ang tanong lang sa akin, so what do you need? I need transcripts of record. Can you give me ten? Sabi, just wait. And then after five minutes, it's all printed. They put a seal on it. Tapos na. Gano'ng katagal kumuha ng transcript of records dito sa Pilipinas? Ang dami mga nagsasalita dito, mga nagagalit oh. Diba? Ang tagal kumuha ng transcript of records dito sa Pilipinas. Doon, five minutes lang, I have ten already. They put a sign on it. Kasi kung napapanood niyo sa mga k-drama, diba, selyo lang doon. Hindi na kailangan na sobrang dami ng pirma. Dito, may pirmang isa, ay wala pa po si ganito. Eh. Balik po kayo after two weeks. After ten weeks. It will take you a week or two or even months. Perhaps, for some of you, baka isang taon. Right? So that, may nakaranas ba ng ganon? Isang taon? Ang daming mga mainit ang ulo, pinag-uusapan natin ito. No? Yung mga ganyan, totoo yun, di ba? So that was my reverse culture shock that I experienced. Sobrang bagal ng takbo ng mga transaksyon dito po sa atin. But you know, that's the case when we are waiting for God's miracles. Sometimes, we feel like it's too slow. Napakabagal na dumating ng mga milagro sa ating buhay. And for us, human nature, ayaw natin ng naghihintay tayo ng matagal. And sometimes, we teach God instead how and when to do His miracle. We are not waiting for His right time. You know, this morning, we will be looking at the story of a couple in the Old Testament who ran ahead of God's time. Hindi ho nila hinintay ang pangako ng Panginoon na ipagkakaloob sa kanila ang isang anak. Yes, tama po yung mga iniisip ng iba sa inyo. This is the story of Abraham and Sarai. Kung mapapansin niyo po, ang bigkas ko is Abraham and Sarai. Because this was the moment that God had not given them the promise yet. Because when they were given the promise, 
binago po ang kanilang pangalan into Abraham and Sarah. Doon lang po yung binigay ng Panginoon, yung pangako sa kanila. But before we start, let's proceed first sa Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 to 2. And this was the covenant, the promise of God to Abraham. Ang sabi po dito, the Lord had said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. What was Yahweh's promise to Abraham here? To make him into a great nation. But before that could even happen, Abraham should have a descendant. Tama po? Paano siya magkakaroon ng isang great nation kung wala siyang pagpapasahan ng kanyang lahi? And that was the promise. And we know also in the story here in the book of Genesis that Abraham had a wife by the name of Sarai. Ito po yung kanyang asawa. Pero medyo may pagka-impatient ang mga ito. Well, I would understand. Because at this time, Sarah was around already 70 years old and just the same as Abraham. You were given a promise that you will be a great nation and that you will have descendants. But then again, you look at your time and science will tell you, your biological clock will tell you, this is not going to happen anymore. How can you conceive? How can you get pregnant at the age of 70? Imposible yun. And so, itong si Sarai, gumawa siya ng paraan. Ano po yung ginawa ni Sarai dito? Ang sabi niya, okay Abraham, kung hindi na mangyayari itong mirakulo ng Panginoon sa atin, this is what you're gonna do. You sleep with my servant. Anong pangalan ng servant ni, Abra- ni, ni Sarai? Hagar. Right? Sabi niya kay Abraham, you sleep with Hagar at kapag siya ay nanganak, yun ang magiging anak ko. Please mind you that this is actually acceptable in the culture of Abraham at that time. Na kapag yung servant ng isang Lord okay, ay ipinasiping niya sa kanyang asawa, magiging legal offspring po niya ito. Okay? So these are things na perhaps sa atin questionable, but then again, contextually speaking, this is acceptable sa kanila pong kultura noong mga panahon na yon. But the problem is, Sarai went ahead of God's time. There was a promise, and this promise seemingly is impossible. Right? At 70 years old, mahirap na pong mag-conceive ang isang babae. Right? Pero, pinangakuan sila ng Panginoon. But much to the dismay of Sarai, sabi hindi na mangyayari ito. Paano pa ito magaganap? So pinasipin niya si Abraham kay Hagar at nagkaroon po sila ng anak. And their son was named Ishmael. Kung mapapansin niyo po, ang akala ni Sarai, matatapos na ang problema niya sa anak pagkatapos na ipanganak si Ishmael. He tried to run ahead of God's time knowing that it could actually solve her problem but it only made it worse. Kasi po, nagkaroon ng animosity between Hagar and Sarai and Sarai and Abraham. Nagsisihan na sila. Because hindi nila sinunod yung oras 
ng Panginoon. The Lord promised for a miracle, but they were not able to wait. Ginamit nila yung kanilang lakas, yung sariling isip, kung paano ang gagawin, thinking that it would actually solve the problem. But then it did not. It only worsened. And if you're going to look at the lineage of Ishmael and Isaac, who became the son of Sarah and Abraham, these two were actually cruel, if I may say to each other. If I would, historically speaking, kung papansin niyo po, si Ishmael po, nasa kanya ang lineage ng mga Muslims. At na kay Isaac naman ang lineage ng mga Kristiyano. You see, we are all affected by the decision of Sarai during that time. That one wrong move that she thought could actually save her from not having a child. You know, this morning, let me speak to you on the topic, biding time. This is biding time from the book of Genesis chapter 21 verses 1 to 5. What do we mean when we say biding time? This is all about waiting for that opportune moment of God's time. Yung, we are waiting for the perfect timing of God that this is what He said He'll do at the right time and the perfect time that He said He will. Biding time from Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 to 5. But how do we bide time? How do we seek for that opportune moment, for that perfect moment that God will actually be giving us the miracles that He had promised for us? You know, human nature for us, hindi po talaga madali ang maghintay. Tama po. Yun nga lang, may usapan kayong gagala kayo ng tropa ninyo. Pag may five minutes ng late yung kasama ninyo, nababad trip na kayo, sira na yung lakad ninyo eh. It's very difficult to wait. Pag niligawan ka at yung nanliligaw sa'yo e eh, nagmamadaling sagutin ka, matutuwa ka ba? Hindi mo pa nga kilala. Tapos, yung nagmamadaling manliligaw sa'yo, ang sasabihin sa'yo, bakit ba ayaw mo pa? Masyado kang mapili, hindi ka naman kagandahan. May ganun ba? Actually, that's a true story, you know. Hindi ko lang babanggitin kung kanino. But that was during my... Hindi pa naman ako. Parang kabataan ko din. Kabataan man ako. Nung mga panahon na yon, natatawa lang ako dun sa my story na yon pag binabalikan ko. But I'm not going to drop names. Di ba? Drop name daw. Hindi pwede. Okay, bawal po yon. Pero, yun yung totoo. Di ba? Sometimes when we are in a haste, when we are in a hurry, madali tayong magkamali. Lalo na kapag hindi natin hinintay yung oras at panahon ng ating Panginoon. Pinangunahan ni Sarai yung oras ng pangako sa kanya ng Panginoon. They thought that it's the right thing to do, but they did what God is supposed to do in their own time. Sa sarili nilang mga oras, sa sarili nilang panahon. But you know what? God is very much of a pleasant God, if I may say, because kahit na nagkamali si Sarai dito at saka si Abraham, he did not forget his promises. Pinanganak si Ishmael, 
pero hindi kinalimutan ni Yahweh ang kanyang pangako kay Sarai at kay Abraham. In Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 to 5, sabi po dito, The Lord kept His word and did for Sarah exactly what He had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened just the time God had said it would. And Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. As I said, hindi po kinalimutan ni Yahweh ang pangako niya. Subalit, he did not display his miracles in Sarah's terms, in Sarah's time. Right? Kasi minsan ganun tayo, pag nangihintay tayo ng mirakulo ng Panginoon, sabihin natin, Lord, dapat ganito yung mangyari 10 days from now. Diba? Inuunahan natin, eh, binibigyan natin ng timeline, nilalagyan natin ng box ang Panginoon at dapat doon lang kumilos ang Panginoon sa mga options na dapat paborable sa atin. God's displayed His miracles, but not on Sarah's terms and not on her time. But he showed and displayed his power in his own time, in his perfect time. Sarah committed the blunder of asking her husband to sleep with her servant. But yun yung naging problema, dahil akala niya doon na po matatapos. Ang lahat this morning, let me share to you three truths on how we are supposed to bide time, on how we are supposed to wait for that opportune moment for God to display His power, for God to show His miracles. Unang una, we pray for God's timing, right? We always pray for God's timing. We pray for God to do His miracle, and we do not work for God to do His miracle. Iba po yun. Do not help God to do His miracles. In Genesis chapter 16, yung frustration ni Sarah sa time na gusto niyang gawin ng Panginoon ang milagro, ang naghatid sa kanya para gawin ng isang desisyon na akala niya ay magiging tama. Pero hindi niya alam, ito ay magiging thorny in the flesh ng maraming tao. Sometimes, you know, we work for things to happen. And we don't even pray anymore. We do not let God do things His way, His time. I just have a disclaimer here. I am not saying that you do not work and tatambayan mo na lang ang buhay mo at maghihintay ka ng milagro sa buhay. Hindi po ganon. That is blind faith. Hindi po ganoon dapat. We do our part. We pray. And we let God do His miracle and display His miracle in His time. Then, He will do what He said He'll do. You know, sometimes the thing is, we act as if we do not believe that God will show His miracles anymore. Do you still believe that God can do it? 
Ang theme ng EFC ngayon is a year of great miracles. But honest to goodness, let me ask you, do you still believe that God can do great miracles for your life? Or are you always running ahead of God? Running ahead that God might be too late when His time is always perfect anyway. Sometimes we think that miracles are a myth. Na nababasa lang natin ito. Pero hindi talaga nangyayari sa totoong buhay. You know, I stumbled upon this quote coming from Bill Johnson in his book, When Heaven Invades Earth. Ito po yung sabi niya, It is abnormal for a Christian not to have an appetite for the impossible. It has been written in our DNA to hunger for the impossibilities around us to bow at the name of Jesus. You know, our appetite for miracles should always spring from our time of prayer sa ating Panginoon. Because again, when we talk about miracles, we talk about impossibilities. But God is a God of the impossibilities. He works in the supernatural. Our minds are finite. Kapag sinabi ko pong finite, limitado ang ating kaisipan. Hindi lahat ng mga bagay alam natin. Marami tayong mga bagay na hindi alam. And the more that we know, the more that we don't know. The more we realize that there are a lot of things that we have to learn. including trusting that perfect timing of God. You know, the last time I spoke about defying gravity, I remember saying that miracles should end in the worship of God. And when I read this quote from Bill Johnson, this actually reflects that. Sabi niya rito, it has been written in our DNA to hunger for the impossibilities around us. To what? To bow at the name of Jesus. That's what miracles are all about. Ayun yung dahilan kung bakit may milagro sa buhay natin. Next one! We don't only pray for God's perfect time, but we also wait on God's timing. You know, there are three answers to prayer, tama? Yes, no, and wait. And the most difficult answer is actually yung waiting. Kasi mahirap talaga maghintay. Mangyayari ba? Hindi ba mangyayari? Mangyayari ba? Hindi ba mangyayari? At least pag yes, yes na. Pag no, no na. But if the answer is wait, then mas matagal yung ating magiging paghihintay. Because that is when our patience and our faith will definitely be tested. Ititest yung patience mo, ititest yung pananampalataya mo, habang ikaw ay naghihintay. And this is the time that we decide whether we give in or give up on the promises of God. Ilang beses na po ba tayong naghintay sa buhay natin? na pinangunahan natin ng oras, yun pala may mas mabuti pang plano ang Panginoon sa atin. 
The waiting time is very important. It tests our patience. It tests our faith. That's the moment that we either give in or give up on the promises of God. Have you given up on God's promises? Or are you giving in and believing that God will do as He said He'll do? Waiting time. Sometimes, you know, we feel like things are taking too long and we become so anxious. Diba? Parang, bakit ang tagal? Wala pa rin akong girlfriend hanggang ngayon. Eh, bakit kayo nagre-react? Ako yun. Ano yan, Shelly? May sinasabi ka dyan. Sa amin dito, sabi namin. Sila, Shelly, pag pinag-uusapan namin to. Huwag kayong kabahan, si Ate Bet nga, single pa rin eh. Diba? Sorry to bet, ano si Ate Bet? You know, if we cannot exercise patience, if we cannot exercise the virtue of patience, that will spell disaster sa atin. Because we know, we believe, there are family decisions that we've made. There are personal decisions that we've made. There are career decisions that we made. Decisions in our studies that we made. That I do believe, maniniwala ako pag sinabi natin, lahat tayo may panahon na nagkamali tayo ng decision. Because we run ahead. We thought it's the best thing to do, but it's not. Because we gave up that God will do what He said He'll do. You know, katulad ng binanggit ko kanina, noong pinanganak po si Ishmael, it led to the animosity between the people around the world. And even right now, we are experiencing the repercussions nung bagay na yun. Yung consequences na nangyari na yun. Right? In Genesis chapter 16, verse 12, let me just show you what happened to Ishmael. This son of yours will be a wild man, as untamed as a wild donkey. He will raise his fist against everyone, and everyone will be against him. Yes, he will live in open hostility against all his relatives. Only because of a decision na sana pwede namang maghintay pa. Siguro human nature, sabihin ko nga kung tayo, kung yung mga babae dito si Sarah and you're 70 years old and God promised you that you will be conceiving and it took you 20 more years for that to happen. I don't think any of you in your own mind will believe that it's still possible. Right? But again, it's not your husband who promised you a child. It was God himself who promised a miracle to you. And this is what took place, at least in the life of Sarah. Ganun po yung nangyari. So how do we wait on God's time? Paano po natin gagawin yun? Ulitin po natin, hindi madali ang maghintay, subalit mas nakakatakot na pangunahan ang oras at panahon ng Panginoon. Sa kahit na anong aspeto ng buhay natin, kapag pinangunahan natin ang oras ng Panginoon, 
as our experiences have taught us, it's not going to do well for us. So how do we wait on God's time? Three things. We pray, we praise, and we persevere. Manalangin sa paghihintay, magpuri sa paghihintay, at magpatuloy sa paghihintay. We pray, we praise, and we persevere. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the song, While I'm Waiting. Uh, sabi doon, I will praise you while I'm waiting. I will bow down while I'm waiting. That's supposed to be a good mantra for us as we wait for God's miracle to happen in our lives. To pray, to praise, and to persevere. Not to give up, but to give in to the promises of God. Remember this, there's always blessing in waiting. Laging may pagpapala sa paghihintay. Sa paghihintay, sa milagro ng ating Panginoon. And there is so much beauty in waiting. Yung kagandahan na makikita natin ang kamay ng Panginoon na kumikilos. At nakikita natin na ang Panginoon ay tunay na buhay. Sa atin. Don't teach him when to do his miracles. Alam ng Panginoon ang kanyang oras at ang kanyang panahon. So wag po natin siyang papangunahan. What is God teaching you in this moment of waiting? Kung you are praying for God's miracle to happen. So what is God teaching you in this moment of waiting? Is it to be patient? To lose control because you're always in control? Is it to see from other people's perspective because we only see from ours? Or God is teaching us to surrender in this moment of waiting. To surrender and let Him. Lastly, we do not only pray and wait, but we believe in God's timing. What does it mean to believe in God's timing ba? Ano po bang ibig sabihin nito? This means that we believe that God will do what He said will do at the time He said He'll do it. Nagagawin ng Panginoon ang bagay na ipinangako niyang gagawin niya sa oras at panahon na gagawin niya ito. Genesis chapter 12 Yahweh promised Abraham of his descendant. Genesis chapter 16, Sarai ran ahead of God's time. Genesis chapter 17, despite of this blunder, Yahweh blessed Abraham and Sarah with a child. God changed Abraham's name to Abraham and Sarai to Sarah. Abraham meaning a father of many nations. In Genesis 21, Sarah conceived and gave birth to the son of Abraham. And these all happened at a time that God said he'll do what he said he'll do. Matagal ba ang paghihintay natin? Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 to 2a, the Lord kept his word 
and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. These happened at just the time God said it would. In your moment of waiting, remember those words. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2a. These happened at just the time God said He would. What was the covenant of Abraham? The covenant of God to Abraham, the promised land, the promise of descendants, the promise of blessing and redemption. Did all of these three come true? Yes. But all of these happened only in God's time. Hindi po sa panahon na gusto nila. Kaya wag ho nating isipin na ang milagro ng Panginoon ay mangyayari sa oras at panahon na gusto natin. Dahil tanging ang Panginoon lang ang nakakaalam ng oras at panahon na ang milagrong ibibigay niya ay makabubuti para sa atin. Anong miracles pong inaasahan niyo sa buhay niyo ngayon? What miracles are you waiting for from God at this time? Trabaho? Business? Pamilya? Pag-start ng pamilya. Do not frustrate yourself with the things that are not happening yet. Pray while we are waiting. Praise while we're waiting. And persevere while we were waiting. Huwag po nating madiliin ang mga bagay na dapat binubusog muna sa panalangin. Tandaan po natin yun. You know, I remember a very old song. I'm not sure if still this song is being sung here. Alam yung song na In His Time. I have these lyrics here, but it's very, I don't know, very, ano lang, maliit. Yung, yung lyrics nito, it says, In His Time, In His Time, <laughs> sabi nito, In His Time, ah, kaya naman. Diba? In His Time, He makes all things beautiful in His time. Lord, please show me every day as You're teaching me Your way that You do just what You say in Your time. Tayo po tayong lahat. In this moment, while we are waiting for God's miracles, sabi doon, we pray, we praise, and we persevere as we wait on God to show His hand, as we wait on God to show His miracles po para sa atin. And at this time, as we wait on God's promises, let's praise, let's praise the name of the Lord and let's sing Hosanna to the Lord. Let's call in our praise team. As we sing this song, you know, our waiting time could be painful. Our waiting time could be difficult. But God blesses His children that even in the most difficult and in the most painful time of waiting, they will keep persevering, they will keep praying, and they will keep praising. Are you ready to praise the Lord while we are waiting for God? 
to show his miracles. Are you ready for God to show his miracles? Are you ready to praise God at this time for him to show his miracles? Let's sing this song as we wait for this moment of waiting para po sa ating lahat. Awitin natin ang papuri sa Panginoon. Let's cry out to the Lord. Hosanna. Hosanna. 